0: Welcome back to Pure Skin Talk. Today I'm going to do something a little different. My friend of over 20 years is a hairstylist, and since we now work together, I thought it'd be fun to interview her about hair. I trust her opinion and value her work. So welcome, Missy. Hi. (laughs) All right, let's get started. So what goes into the pricing of hair services, and how do you decide what to charge for a haircut, for example?
1: Well, typically there's a standard base price like for a women's haircut, a man's haircut children's haircuts it depends on how um, the length or what you're wanting done like for if someone comes in to get a blow-dry only and their hairs to the middle of their back or you know it's gonna be a little more expensive than someone with an average length which would probably be a little bit below the shoulder um, And then it's usually whatever the stylist has as a base price and you go from there. Like my women's haircuts are $65, that's what they start at. And then if I happen to be doing someone with longer hair, there's usually a little bit of a a upcharge because it takes more time and typically more product. I mean, it just is, that's usually when you get into the pricing for hair for services a lot of times it has to do with your time and and the what you're the detailing of it short hair too is very detailed and you have to have a good eye and expertise for it but usually a men's haircut doesn't take as long i would imagine experience goes into it too and how much
0: how many years you've been doing it how many classes education yes
1: yeah you you charge more as you what you you get what you put into it. So, if you're um a, what I charged 25 years ago is different than what I charge today because of all my education and my constant um and you know learning new things about. I never stopped learning about my craft and so you keep going forward and and you're I'm an, I've invested in my in myself and my skills and my tools. I like to be on top of everything and use the best products and be knowledgeable to my clients and kind of what can separate somebody apart from somebody else. Right.
0: I think it's important. So, what's your opinion of coconut oil? As an esthetician, I know I get this question a lot. So, I imagine in the hair industry, you might as well because I just feel like coconut oil is everywhere and people want to use it on everything. Yes,
1: any oil. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, the coconut oil that like, I have a product that I use as a protective base for my clients around their hairline. It's water soluble and it's something specific for protective cream. Um, and I've used it for years and years. They actually recently changed it, and which I don't. It was my favorite before. It was not it did not have. I don't know if it had coconut oil, but since that's such a popular, um, it's a very popular, anything coconut or that is organic, sounds organic or maybe organic. All the buzzwords for the industry. Yes, is very. um, I feel like companies do that a lot. We love a
0: product and then they hear a new word and they feel like they have to throw that product or that ingredient
1: into the product. For sure. And it changes it and then it just becomes sometimes less than what it used to be definitely and, and they say like there's certain that coconut oil can be good for your your hair for hair growth and um so on and so forth i i mean i haven't seen a huge testimony of it but i don't think it can harm your hair per se uh, use a it might maybe use in moderation <laughs> yeah I mean I don't think it can hurt I w- it wouldn't hurt somebody I mean certainly if you're a fine-haired person and you lather your hair up in coconut oil you're gonna look a little crazy a little greasy <laughs> I know well I used to I've told
0: you I used the olive oil and I know when I use it as a mask I have to and I have thick hair yes I have to wash it at least twice yeah with shampoo to make sure that it has that residue. And there's right. even been times where I'm like, I have to get back in the shower because it feels yeah greasy. And olive oil is definitely different than coconut. I feel like coconut's a little fattier.
1: Right. And the, it's those, the the fatty elements to it that give the hair um, a nice, you know, that might be helpful to someone's hair or face or that's, you know, seems to be maybe for moisture. Or- Possibly hide the split ends for... Yeah, it could fill in, it could fill in in a, you know, in a porous part of your hair to maybe on your ends, make it smooth. I mean, I like coconut soup.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So good to eat, not always good for the hair. (laughs) So we can (laughs) see. Okay, so what about bleaching your hair? Does it actually make it um, break off? And what causes the breakage of blonde hair specifically?
1: typically what causes the breakage is the stylist if the stylist uh, is overlapping or careless you know with the bleach or too much heat what do you mean overlapping like overlapping um when they're doing your your highlight or your balayage or your ombre or it's just taking too much and they're not using a protective like a bond like olaplex or b3 or something those things are an additive that you put into your bleach that is like miracle stuff that really is fabulous i mean these days you virtually can um have no breakage if you invest in to the right um products to protect you know i do a lot of blondes and I well, you're a blonde and I am a blonde <laughs> and I don't have a lot of breakage nor do my clients and I'm very conscientious and invest in um, the proper products to help prevent that and keep their hair in the best integrity that I can because no one wants crazy breakage um, if you're using a, if you're flat iron crazy and you have bleached hair and you're raking heat over it and you're not using, protectants and you're not taking the proper steps to take care of your hair then you're gonna you know you're gonna have some missing spots Right. You so while we're know.
0: talking about products um, I know in my industry over the counter products I don't recommend I don't prefer them I don't think they're as good as professional Right. right. is it the same in the hair industry
1: yes. I have found it to be but yes definitely um, there's a difference between uh, I mean it's Interesting because there's always those you know uh, magazines that come out with and say, oh, you know, oil volé is exactly equivalent to uh, 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 I can't think right now. Whatever I'm, professional a product, yes, L'Oréal, <laughs> or yeah. you know whatever it may be, and it, it, I don't know who they're testing on prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody hasn't washed their hair in a while. <laughs>
0: I think no matter what company you work for, you can always get people on your side. Sure. You know, for us, it's, like, dermatologist approved, and it's, like, well, yeah, because that dermatologist is on your team. Right. Of course, they're going to be, like, this is great. So, I imagine it's the same with the hair industry. Well, like, know? in
1: the hair industry, there's, like, you know, L'Oreal owns everybody. I mean, everybody. there's everybody. I mean, it's, like, so many... And they own those smaller... The smaller companies, as well, and to say... They might be using the limited good stuff and the less than it, you know, less inexpensive products. Same ingredients, but just less of the good stuff. Right, like doing a generic versus a. And so, who's to say? I mean, but there is a difference in my opinion and the quality and maybe the longevity. And um, I think that it's. I I believe in when you're the quality of things so it definitely is important to me as a stylist and I've always um, for our hair care for hair care products I think it it's really important to to support your small businesses and the exclusiveness of hair care products versus um, going and getting them at the swap meet or getting them at target or those you're getting it yes and people are bootlegging them out the back door and um, I take, uh, you know, I definitely feel a protection for our industry, um, of keeping the exclusiveness and the professionalism of the products that we carry so that, uh, it separates us from just an average, you know, a bottle that you're going to go buy at Target. Agree, or of you know, agree <laughs> I, I, smelled really good. Yeah, though. that I would, when my that mom would apple. buy it for me, I practically throw it down the sink because I love the smell oh, so, so, so I much. Mean, but imagine all that perfume hair, <laughs> but it's so bad. Yeah, and, and these days, we're talking about a lot of the hair care companies are real invested into, um, like for example, the Kevin Murphy that. I just recently invested in and I the, what sold me on it is their cruelty free um, product line and they're very environmental um, conscientious of doing things that are gonna help the environment they're paraben free I mean they're really about trying to use the best ingredients to help the world and it sounds kind of corny but when you think of when you get into the details of all the plastics and things that are out there, that they're trying to do something good. Something good for the Something American. good for just the, you know, in general and for us. And they don't sell on Amazon and they're a very exclusive product and they're very, they have a great culture. And
0: Well, I was telling you, I just, you just washed my hair with it recently and I just, I loved the way it made my hair feel. Yeah. So I, I mean my My clients love it yeah i think it's
1: great it makes made my hair really soft i wanted something that definitely separated um that stood out to me and it does stand out to me and it has um i like what they're standing up for our industry and i appreciate it and so i'd like to i hope they keep exclusive for as long as they can until yeah you know, who knows, until someone offers them a billion. <laughs> <laughs> like, forget,
0: forget the industry. Okay, so are split ends inevitable, or is there something that can be done to prevent or keep them at least at bay?
1: The, the, I think the biggest misconception with split ends is that your hair will split up, and, and they are kind of, if you don't get a consist, like, people will wait, like, I don't want to get a trim, because I don't want my hair to be short. And so it could be a very tricky, you know, you want your long hair, but you if you don't get those little ends that are starting to split up, they'll split all the way up and make your hair look kind of frizzy. And some people are more prone to them than not. If they're using a lot of heat um, in their hair, they use a lot of flat iron and they're not using a heat protectant and they're not being good to their hair, but they're using all the, the weapons of destruction and they're not wanting to go ahead and yeah do the other part. A lot of times for my clients, because I get it, um, I'll dry trim them in between and feather dust them just to get those, sweep the hair, just so they feel fresh and their hair feels good and looks good, but they don't have to get a full on. They don't lose the length. They don't lose the length, and that's usually the big concern, and then if they lose the length, we could do extensions. Right. (laughs) (laughs) There are other solutions
0: now. Okay, so why does hair get coarse as it turns gray? as mine is because there is no
1: um there's no pigment on the hair so the hair and and some like your hair is more coarse texture because you do have so much gray hair some people have soft gray hair it's usually the finer haired clients um but it's because there's no color on it it's like a wire it's like petrified. It's like <laughs> <laughs> some people's hair is more coarse than others, and that usually will chalk up the resistance of the hair.
0: I've noticed with eyebrow hair to get the white, yes. those are a pain. Almost impossible to right. color. You Why should... does that seem different than the it's hair on the head? It's
1: the same for some people, their hair on their eyebrows can be they gray can be as coarse because some people have really bushy crazy eyebrows yeah. you know and so they can have those curly wiry um, gray hairs a lot of times even sometimes after people have radiation or something like that or chemotherapy that their hair comes back gray and curly and Completely changes it. Completely changes it, but...
0: Um, Is it normal for hair? Like, for skin, it changes every 7 to 10 years. Is it normal for hair
1: to naturally change every... I would say so, because just... Yeah, I mean, you know, nothing stays the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, I'm, for me, my hair used to
0: be straight, straight, straight. Right. And as I've gotten I'm older, heard. I've gotten this ugly some, wave uh-huh. underneath that my sister's always had, but I never had it. True. And then it now... You, I either have to put it up in a bun <laughs> to hide it, or I have to blow dry it to get that that curl out.
1: Yes, definitely. Um, I would say that uh, you your hair with hormones changes your hair with uh, medications can sometimes uh, you know promote hair loss. If people lose a lot of weight, everyone's into the. Or protein diets and stuff. And they come back and they have half the hair they used to. It's like but they're super skinny. <laughs> it's one or the uh, other. Like, so which one do you want? What do you like better? You know? Skinny with <laughs> hair extensions. <laughs> if I could be skinny, I would get rid of my <laughs> hair and just have you put the other stuff in. <laughs> it's just, you know, and everybody's bodies are different. But um, And sometimes people's hair, especially around their hairline, um, recedes, even for women as well and then um in on one side to the next um one side of your hair can kind of like I have my right side's a little thinner than my left and my hair's totally changed i mean of course you know i'm 44 now but i mean it's through time, it's changed. But I still have a ton of it, just like you do. Yeah. But we used to have a ton of it. Right. You know? Well, so. I have my mom's hair, and I look at you do my mom's hair as right. well,
0: and just the difference. And she looks at me, and she's sad because now <laughs> she always had long, you know, thick hair, and now she has super, super short. It's the shortest. You cut it the shortest she's ever had it. Right. But it looks really healthy now, and it does look thick again. Yes. But before, I mean, For she sure. just, she was, I think she was trying to hold on and not have the old lady, quote unquote, old lady haircut. Yeah. But I think it's a, it's not, it's such an up, like it's, there's ways to update that, that haircut now, you know? Um, Okay. So is there a shampoo that's good for thinning hair or any product that might be good? I do worry that I'm thinning (laughs) as much as you
1: have to color my hair. No, 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 no. Yes. There are (laughs) products for sure. Um, There's one of my favorite ones that from the Kevin Murphy is that kind of sold me on it is they have a plump wash and a plump rinse and it really just gives that your hair a bottleful feeling um, so it helps the illusion of rather than actually solving? I think it also is supposed to help prevent as well I'm still um, learning um, so much about it but I'm just like that in itself just that it was giving my clients who relatively run flat so much like swelling the cuticle, giving it that oomph. Yeah. Um, it's been, I mean, I can't keep it in stock. I mean, it's just, I got it and it's out the door because people love it so much. Yeah. But um, it sells itself. I mean, just because it works. But there are products. Um, there's uh, Nioxin. There's so many. There's Nioxin. I mean, there's so many products that help to prevent and promote hair growth. Um, and as long as you're using there's ovation as long as you're using them they will usually work but you have to keep using them i think that's the ticket there's vitamins you can take biotin um does it work i've heard such mixed nails. reviews with biotin some people love it and feel like it totally works and then some people are like did nothing for me i think it works i i think that it helps um hair skin and nails i mean uh just like even if you I guess comparable to people who haven't had children, biotin would be the vitamin that they might see a difference, but when you take prenatal and stuff, everything... You I know. used to take prenatals, I mean, and I've never had a baby. I <laughs> well, but you probably have great hair and great skin. <laughs> I, mean, it's, I heard it was good for you. I didn't take it long enough to get results,
0: but... I did take it for a while, because I well, was like, <laughs> it works for them. I just thought it was good vitamins going into my body. I there's it's so yeah, uh,
1: nutrients. There's so many good nutrients, and so on and so forth, that, you know... Um, vitamins they they say are just such a wonderful there are vitamins have healthy properties to them and they uh, but what might work on one person might not work as great on another so it's hard to say because we all have different chemistry so uh, it wouldn't be it would be worth a try it'd be worth a shot right you know it wouldn't be no harm no foul to go ahead and try it right I always think when you have something that could work, why not try it? Yeah, it's not going to do any damage. But be consistent
0: with it. A lot of people will try it for like a month and be like, forget it, it didn't work for me. And it's like sometimes it takes right. three months, six months, whatever, to really see some kind sure. of result. And so you have to stay committed to it. And I, I think we want, everybody wants the results right now. We do. <laughs> it just we doesn't do. work that way. Um, so you kind of just answered this, but a good product to make your hair look thicker. But you were saying that, Kevin Kevin Murphy.
1: The shampoo and conditioner, and they have some um, other styling products that are, they have uh, all kinds of great uh, styling products that I'm in love with. Um, They have the texture spray, which is called, uh, they have the bodybuilder for uh, the bedroom hair, the do-over. Bedroom
0: hair sounds sexy.
1: It's great. I love that. (laughs) I've been using that for my weddings and it's great spray to curl with and stuff and it's actually really awesome especially for the bride who has fine hair but my ultimate favorite for body and volume styling product to use on top of all these because i'm a i'm a product junkie you are my product for every time I get my hair done she wants to put millions
0: of products so totally. I finally have like please don't put anything I don't like anything in but my but hair but just you have to know it's always
1: good <laughs> whatever I'm using it's good of course it is I'm but just wearing. um but I uh definitely what I love about the is that there's a line called puff me and it's a very basic line and I also carry that and it is you put it at your root and it just is like gives instant body. It is really just... It's a miracle. I love it. I use... I mean, I go through it like... That's when... I I use that on everybody, almost, if they let me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so if you have to wash your hair every day from,
0: like, working out or something because you feel like you're sweating, what's a good way to um, keep it hydrated?
1: Um, A a detang, A leave-in... Like, a leave-in conditioner or detangler. Um, There's also... The, uh, a spray shine. Typically they have like a spray lotion depends on what you're using, but like the Kevin Murphy has like a detangling spray. I put almost shine in everybody and smell. It smells really good. Uh, These days people don't seem to wash their hair as much depending if you run really oily because people are either on the go. So those, the dry shampoos, uh, so the, huge, the dry right? sprays, like the um, the do over, which is another product from the Kevin Murphy, which is awesome. It's just like it's like you know, second day, third day hair, kind of makes it look fresh. It's fantastic, super popular. Um, is there a disadvantage? So, say
0: you did have a heavy workout and you're you don't want to wash your hair, don't have to. Whatever the story is, is it bad to have that sweat?
1: No, hang out. It's not bad. No, not unless you stink.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a whole other issue. If you stink, please wash your hair. (laughs) But it's not bad for the hair or the scalp.
1: I quite frankly think I always encourage, especially if you can, to let your natural oils kind of come through. And I've always, you know, I have dry skin, I have dry hair. So, I mean, I can really get away without washing my hair every day for sure. Uh, I could go a week. I mean, that's between us. But I mean, it's like if my hair doesn't ever reek or smell. You would never know it because I just have that dry, 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 dry. dry, And so I have to, I could, and I put product galore and I love it and I never have like sloppy, like, my hair's never right. crazy. Right. No, you hair have your hair I've never seen. It just drinks completely. it. It drinks it up. It <laughs> drinks it up which I'm lucky in that respect. So yeah, there's, I I utilize, uh, they've really come a long way with with the the great products. You just wouldn't want to use anything too greasy, I would say, um, which a lot of like the do-over, like a dry spray at your roots is fantastic and fresh. And I always think sometimes, a lot of times, nine times out of 10 on the second or third day, your hair is just amazing. It's like your best hair day ever. It's like, even sometimes when you're going to go get your hair done, you're like, Oh, everyone said i good. My hair looks. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. But I feel like it kind of moves around mm-hmm. differently. Like I know after a fresh, fresh blow dry that I do for myself, I feel like my hair is, I don't know, maybe like a little too full, but not full in a flattering way. Full in a it feels, like, heavy. I don't know uh-huh. if I'm explaining it right. But day two, I'm like, oh, now I feel better. I feel like it, it curls settles. better. It yeah.
1: settles. Yeah. It yeah. settles down a little bit. That's fair to say, for sure.
0: Unless, But I do get my hair done. When you do if I let you do the full blowout thing, I want to keep that hair forever. Because we can, nobody can ever replicate that at home. Right. and just, We all like, try, but yeah. we not
1: Well, it's exhausting when you do it on your own. Yeah. You well, I
0: think it's a different perspective, too, how you're able to hold the brush and everything, whereas we sure. always have to be at an angle. You yeah, have
1: to work so much harder. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And nobody
1: wants to. Nobody's I don't got, got to. time for that.
0: <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> I really don't.
0: Um, okay. So why don't um, ends always, uh, or not look so, not look as good when um, when I do a blowout? Is there a difference in brushes?
1: Yes. full well, brush always makes a huge difference. Like your hair more for, and I too have kind of that in-between wave. Bore bristles are great for hair that tends to run a little bit more coarse or a little bit more frizzy. Uh, it just gives such a great, great um, smoothness to the hair, your heat on your blow dryer, your how you're blow drying it, how you're blow drying the cuticle, a good... Um, the. Yes, and your round brushes for sure. Like I love um, the Crock brushes, which my old assistant Karen got me on onto. I mean, I've been crazy about those brushes. Are fantastic, and they really give a smooth blowout with the type of um, ceramic and how they're made. And the Moroccan oil brushes, I'm crazy about too. They're fantastic. So, a good brush and they can last you I know that's one of the questions coming up brushes will can last you quite some time as long as you take care of them and you clean them and how do you recommend cleaning them well the best way when you're using if you're just using your own brush I mean you don't necessarily like for us we have to disinfect them with quats and so on and so forth so as a stylist our hairbrushes can take more of a A beating because of the chemical you have to use to disinfect them but the uh, for the clients at home there's sprays and you too can uh, there's um, I would say there's definitely disinfectants that you get on your brush you could also quats them which is a disinfectant but really you shouldn't like taking the, the hair out of them and and just making sure on a daily and so on and so forth should be fine because if you're the only one that's using them I always use shampoo yeah you can I soak them in shampoo I you take can the hair soak out them and and you could even spray them with alcohol I would think would be fine you know like to wash them with soap and water and spray them with alcohol it depends on how if you're using a lot of product, but if you're like just combing through, like a wet brush, those you will replace quite a bit. I mean, I've gone through so many wet brushes, they're wonderful when your hair is wet to get the tangles out and stuff. And I go through those a lot. I just bought one, I've yet to use it. Oh, it's, well, didn't my... just I bought it like
0: six months ago, and I haven't <laughs> opened it yet.
1: But it's one of those that's a good brush to brush through if you have long hair or hair that gets tangly or. And but uh, those can get will get replaced more in your lifetime, I would say, just
0: because you use them during sure. harder times. Sure. sure, definitely. But okay. I
1: believe investing in a good brush, especially if you're a real styler, you know, with your hair, or you you, you want to be, because it'll help. It, it, the quality of a good brush can really help ease your pain and styling your hair
0: yeah see I never thought years ago before I invested in a nice brush I never thought there was a difference yeah I'm like I'll just buy the sheet brush and then when I used a nice brush I was like oh there is like just the way it feels like it's taking care of your hair yeah I feel like it's not breaking it the
1: bristle the bristles the heat the um the 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 bristles are the big difference and so that's where you want to really get into um you want to, I mean, I believe for me, and it's my opinion, but I think a good brush matters. Yeah, okay. So, what about scalp products?
0: Do you think they're necessary? Does LED work? Um, scalp oils, what do you recommend?
1: Yes, I think they all work. Tea tree is a wonderful thing for the scalp for people who have more um, troubled scalps, um, and it's natural, so yeah, like a chemical, which a lot of people want yeah, to avoid.
0: Sure, and there's um, it smells minty, it'll wake you up.
1: Yeah, and it's great. It's it's harmless to your. It doesn't. It's not going to hurt your actual hair. Um, uh, depending on what you're 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 troubled with in your scalp, depending on um, is is what you would want to use the LED, all of the the. Um, the high frequency treatments we used to do those
0: yeah that's i learned that in school because we use it for the face yes and, and so you could
1: do them for your scalp as yeah, well i
0: wonder because it our, our tools come with that uh-huh. attachment and i it, never tried to see if it works <laughs> it does
1: work it helps and it's for um i have always had a very sensitive scalp and um if i it's been a long time since i've done those and probably i'm assuming if maybe they weren't uh uh, the machines weren't so crazy expensive like a high frequency machine which i'm not familiar with but for like scalp treatment and stuff they probably come out with other tools and things yeah um a lot of times when you have dry scalp and or troubled scalp i mean a lot of things that people don't do but are still really great for you is getting a good scalp treatment and a good mask or something just to soothe your Scalp and and to be beneficial to your hair and just to get the blood circulation kind of going Mm. so one of my favorite things is to get a good scalp massage i mean i love it and it's good for your hair it's good for your scalp and it feels so good (laughs) and you know our brains are always on the go so it's like sometimes it's the best part to get rubbed is your head you know Yeah, so. I know it. I don't like, you
0: know, me. I don't necessarily like to be touched all the time, but I, that <laughs> shampoo, when I just, just
1: keep going, like, it feels so good, you she's know? She's sitting really close to me, the closest she's ever <laughs> sat next to me in 20 years, so she wants to make sure that you can hear. <laughs> I'm alive. I- um, okay, so
0: is coloring <laughs> bad if you do it, uh, coloring your hair bad if you do it all the time? Like, you know,
1: I have to do mine every two weeks. No, I mean, it's all in how you, what you use. I mean, they've come such a long way with products. Um, so it just goes back to using mm-hmm. good quality products to take and care of your skin, your hair. In between. It's like, if you're going to use, go use... A lot of times when people use box dye and so on and so forth, you go and their hair's stark—a stark color. It's not a zesty, vivacious. It's an off color. Because people think just to color. There's so much that goes behind color. Uh, it's oh, not... I see
0: your magic in those cupboards. There's <laughs>
1: 800 <laughs> bottles in there of all these like
0: different numbers.
1: And I mean, it's just <laughs> like you gotta know the. There's so many. You you just like you just have to kind of know color is color if you know color and you know how the underlying method of it and and just how to get what you need and you can do it but you have to know what you're working with if you don't know your color you you're gonna get a color you don't like and people will pour it all over their head and have like white roots and black ends and good it's not good so bottom line the two best things is finding a good (laughs) stylist come see missy if you're local you can come see her
0: she'll say i mean i she's taken really good care of my hair i probably still have hair because of her um but two things find a really good stylist Mm -hmm. and use really good
1: products yeah educate yourself and just you get what be good to your hair be good treat it like you would your face. Be, if you're going to treat your skin and invest in your skin, you, just like you have your skin for a long time, you have your hair for just as long. So, you kind of want to be... You don't have to spend a gazillion dollars on your hair to have good hair. But you do... It, it's key choice in what you choose to invest in with your hair. Right. You know, be if And it makes a difference. It does.
0: It does. I mean, I've used Pantene over the years randomly... Um, I mean, I use it to shave my legs with Pantene conditioner, (laughs) but anytime I've used it on my hair ever since I started using professional, I just, I feel the difference. It feels heavier. It feels just doesn't feel as clean, Mm -hmm. you know, and they all have all those like fake smells. So, you know, that can't be good. I mean, it's not good Mm -hmm. for the skin. I can't imagine that's all good for the hair, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think that all that stuff makes a difference. Um, okay, so let's switch it up a little bit and talk about um, bridal updos because, mm-hmm. I mean, you've done my hair for every wedding that I've been in, <laughs> despite the brides not being super happy that I wouldn't go with them. I was like, I only have one girl that does my hair. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: so what are a couple things you can recommend to a bride when searching for someone to do their hair
1: for the big day? Um, I think it's super important for um, the bride to make sure she finds someone that she that hears is listening to them is hearing their needs is listening making sure that their community the communication has to be there because communicating is very very important for just as a stylist anyways a hairstylist any anything to do with someone's helping you and so I feel like that's super top of the list make sure that you feel comfortable and not every it's I'm not going to say it's like dating, but I mean, it's like, cause it's not that traumatic, but <laughs> can be, <laughs> yeah, but you want to make sure that, uh, you know, every, every bride that's ever come to me for a trial or for a consult, maybe I'm not the, you know, right fit for maybe I'm too sunshine. Maybe I'm too, you know, you don't know. It, it's important to go in and to consult. It's important to look at their portfolio, to look at their work, um experience and and some people are really talented and gifted and I always say with weddings this is my and I seem cute you never want to cut corners on your hair on your makeup or on your photography period I mean cut get chicken instead of steak it's <laughs> like it's like you just don't want <laughs> Because <laughs> you're gonna have the pictures forever, forever that you're gonna be looking at with your hair and yes. your makeup, and it matters. And you are, it's like, and you want to make sure that you feel and you look the best. And some brides don't like these days. More natural brides are in. Um, more some people don't like to feel overdone, and that's okay. That's a look too. But just make sure you're on the same page, and that they're able to accommodate you and your every need I mean for whatever bride I've ever and I've done a ton of brides and I love doing it is I give them um, all of me no matter what and make sure that it's all about them and their bridal party and even when I've been in weddings myself it's about the bride and making them feel special and going with their motif their look and I love it because it's very special and it's an honor To be a part of someone's special day. You know, hopefully the one and only, you know, wedding that they're ever gonna have. (laughs) We always hope. hope. And then always do a trial, right? I recommend a trial. I mean, I think that it's comforting, especially say that you're coming to a stylist just for that and it's not your normal stylist and you just wanna feel kind of um, break the seal. (laughs) And, you know, start to kind of get to know them and make sure it's a great uh, icebreaker and to make sure that they're doing, that you guys are on the same page or you can run ideas. I think sometimes what we see
0: we and think we want would right. then put it on our heads cuz you know you go on pinterest you want fit wherever you are looking sure. you have all the uh, these ideas yes. that may not work for your hair specifically if it's no. too thin or too thick or whatever it is right. so getting that trial lets you you know really see what can be done and what looks good for you
1: yeah well for sure and it's the stylist um, the who's doing your hair that is our part of, part of our our job is to to recommend in our professional opinion, to uh, we're supposed to give you, you know, what's going to. You're paying us also to, for our to our expertise of telling you what will look best, or, you know, I always it comes down to what the dress is wearing. You know, you're going to wear the neckline, the veil. Uh, you get the veil. You get the vibe for the the bride. Is she, you know, more whimsical? Is she? More, you know, everybody's different. And these days, we're so inundated with so much, uh, like you said, Pinterest and good grief. I mean, we could all just crack out, you know, looking at all of these <laughs> yeah. things. Like, and you're like, uh But... It um, becomes overwhelming. It can be overwhelming. But, you know, you should trust who you go to. And sometimes you have to go to a few people or whatever. Or referrals are always nice. But when you start to um, see uh, people's work or when you come in and for a consult, you usually initially can tell if you're, they're going to be the right fit or not. And it's sometimes it's an instant and sometimes, you know, it's not the perfect fit. And that's okay. That's why you have to do a little... Research. It's like going to a cake tasting. It's like going to, you yeah. got to kind of, gotta
0: try that's it. all a part of it. Yeah.
1: I know for me, it's
0: personality. Like, I want to know that I feel comfortable telling you I don't like something. Right. You know, whether it's colored my hair or doing the updo. Like, I want to say, like, I don't, even if you like it, I want to be able to tell you I don't like it. Because at right. the end of the day, it should be about the client. Definitely. And I think sometimes you go to people and you're like, they don't care. What I'm saying, right? They want to do what they want to yes, do. Yes,
1: and that's not okay. Yeah, I mean that's it's not okay for me, and I, it's definitely. I mean, nobody's perfect, but when a client comes to you, it's about that client, and that's how it I mean. Should they're paying be. you, well, right? But that, <laughs> that's what we're a service for yeah. sure. It's like you go to the gas station, you get gas. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it, it, it's true. It's true. But I, I think some
0: people get stuck in their heads, and they. This is what they want. This is what they think is best. And it just, it doesn't matter sometimes. You got to do, I've had, when I did wedding makeup, I I had a client one time and she wanted this horrendous eyeshadow that wasn't age appropriate, color appropriate, didn't match her dress. I mean, like completely different blues. I mean, yes, she wanted blue eyeshadow and I just had to suck it up. (laughs) Let me tell you, she was happy. (laughs) <laughs> she was super happy and that's all that mattered I had to I didn't want anybody to know I did it <laughs> but she was really happy and at the end of the day that's what sure. mattered you know I sometimes. just had to put my opinion aside so yep it's what you got to do sometimes definitely okay um so what about blonde hair when it looks ashy how do you how do you keep it from um looking ashy not brassy is that ash do you want to look ashy am I saying that right? yeah
1: people typically so cool blondes I love a nice icy blonde. It gets boring because everybody's got that white icy blonde, but it is a classic, and I'm a blonde lover. I love, her. I love but not everybody sh- should wear. That. I love all <laughs> shades of blonde, and and I'm super like I stepped out of the box, and now I've got like a blush blonde, and I love that. That's, That's a pretty, big big deal. Yeah, but um, not all I not all people are meant to be icy blonde, but um. People don't like orange. People with brown hair don't like orange highlights, I mean, or balayage. They want to have a nice caramelly J-glow, you know. It's like <laughs> you, want, you want it to be a beautiful shade. And sometimes a nice warm tone off of, can be gorgeous. It just you have to know what whatever you're trying to achieve sometimes colors with a little bit of that golden orange can be amazing it just depends on what you're doing and the client you're doing it on um i to, in order for a blonde to maintain not being brassy for the people that tend to run really golden-esque it, there, there's a, like there's a, a toning shampoo which are usually the violet-based Um, cool shampoos and they are great for keeping brass out because it's just a matter of time and even with brunettes especially with brunettes um, you want to keep a nice cool minky brown per se and you're just a person that just despises red or orange you know they're fantastic and there's mine minky (laughs) right now you've kind of got like a little bit of an ombre thing going on and it's very pretty but you're it's very it flows and it is super great for fall and it looks good on you you have a rich root right now it's just different and well, I don't look they really with blonde around the face. So. Yeah, you could wear some lightness in your hair, but I love you with having a darker undertone for sure, which you do. It's flattering, and it looks... It's, I think sometimes
0: it's, people look at pictures, and they think, this is the color hair I want, but it doesn't necessarily go with them. And then they're disappointed, Right, and it's because it just needs to be warmer, or it needs to be cooler, because they right. mes- maybe don't understand their skin tone. Yeah. Because it worked for their best friend.
1: Sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, definitely. I mean, hair colors such as clothing, You can. some colors are more becoming than others. Yeah. I mean, you uh, want to wear... Some people are more versatile and can really change it up a lot of times when you do... If you're one that changes your hair color often, you're most likely changing your makeup quite a bit. And you're changing your and that's great keep it fresh if you're too young because you're that kind of client that's awesome but certainly there's all kinds of um the the a good shampoo and conditioner for geared towards keeping your hair on the cooler side um they're out there like the line that i carry has one for sure the kevin murphy has the angel wash and it's um amazing it's fantastic it really works and so if you're not going to come see missy then talk to your stylist about specifically
0: what you can use but there are products that are gonna help with that oh yes
1: all the lines have them all of them have them and um and depending on what your specific care needs are definitely i mean they're they're out there there's something for everybody for sure okay so what about um this
0: was a specific question about an 11 year old who has a lot of buildup and or dandruff what can she use at home to help with that
1: 11 just seems so young well these days it's interesting kids are just they they their hormones everything they change it's nuts sometimes kids too aren't rinsing their hair good enough uh, say the child has a lot a lot of hair and they're not getting that shampoo out or they're not getting the conditioner out and they're getting a buildup, or they're sensitive skin or it's hormones it could be so many different things just to start with that would be a good detoxifying um shampoo um and they have um every every line kind of has them and you just really want to get in there and and, but you wouldn't want to use that every day and that's the same with the, the cooling, just to go back to the last question, you wouldn't necessarily want to use a toning shampoo every day right? or every time you wash, depending on what you have going on but usually it can sometimes be too much Right, but again, every client is a different story. So, but I would imagine with uh, like if you're doing something
0: that's going to detoxify, then that can dry out the scalp. Right?
1: Yes, it would. Mo- yes, air. yes, and that's usually like a um, uh, buildup remover, or so on and so forth. You wouldn't want to use that all the time. Okay, but for like say if a child's running really oily, a lot of time boys I feel like can be really oily or something. You'd want to use it on them. They could use it like once a they're week. They're just always sweating. They're always running. Yeah, and, <laughs> some, and sometimes it's like it just depends on the kid and what the what the actual issue is. But I think that uh, it's important to do, and it's great to do um, for someone who has the troubled scalp or the more irritated scalp. And if that didn't work or that didn't help. Um there's other uh things for there's specific shampoos for dandruff and so on and so forth. What about charcoal? I know it's charcoal
0: is becoming the new coconut oil I feel and it can be good for skin because it does it pulls out the impurities but I've I'm seen I used a charcoal mask somebody gave it to me so I used it and then I realized that that is not an issue for me <laughs> Did you use I it just on? I just wanted to try it so I used it on my scalp and in the middle of me applying it, and I was like oh wait I've, I've been tempted to
1: use this. it on my teeth but I'm not sure no it, it tastes it, gross it, it, it
0: removes the enamel Remo- Don't use it
1: on your well, teeth. Well, I'll be a mess if that happens. No, I've
0: talked to a few dentists, and I've researched. Don't yeah. use it on your teeth. Okay. Well, it I'm actually removes the that. enamel that you can't replace. So if you want to keep your teeth, <laughs> you may not want to keep your teeth. So let's get some dentures. We'll start <laughs> <Right>. all over. <laughs> he sounds good sometimes. Um, Okay, so lash extensions. um, Since you do them, let's talk about them. I don't even know what questions to ask. Mm -hmm. So maybe just give general information about... Because I do know people worry about breakage. Whether it's like with lash extensions, people worry if it's going to break their Mm -hmm. eyelashes, but you're constantly rebuilding.
1: I do not do them. I get them I meant hair
0: extensions. Oh, hair extensions. I meant hair extensions. Hair
1: extensions. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, I get lash extensions. Okay, with hair extensions, yes. Okay, so it depends. There's, I do the i-tip, um, which is the individuals with the beads, and the k-tips, which is the keratin. And I do the tapins, and I also do the wefts, and from Bellamy, and from Hotheads, and really, it's you shouldn't experience. Um, a lot of breakage or if you're maintaining them properly and you're taking care of them and the stylist that is putting them in is putting them in properly and um, mainly when you are a client that is going to get extensions it is a maintenance and some maintenance like some of the extensions like for the eye tips you can go three or four months You know, but you better make sure that you're brushing them properly, that you're taking care of them and you're following the directions and your hair will be fine. You know, it's there. They've come such a long way, but it's it's the installation that matters. And um, and that's why there's so many different types of because not every one hair extension is appropriate for a client you know is for for the same client everybody has different needs sometimes you can mix those um, installations up you know doing tape and an individual it just depends you custom to each client no one client's the same and you just have to make sure that The client that you're doing them on, and 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 any clients of mine that do extensions, I mean, they're pretty committed people. (laughs) And so they they want, but they have an idea, and they're willing to do the expense and the maintenance. And because their hair either won't grow long like they want, or they don't have that thick hair, or they have, they need maybe they don't want the length, they want the density. And so there's just some there's a you take on a responsibility as a client to, you're going to want to protect your investment and in your hair and taking care of it appropriately. So,
0: I imagine it's the same as lash extensions. If you're going to invest in it, totally. it's not inexpensive. So, yes. if you're going to do it, take care of it. Absolutely. So you get them. You know most bang for your
1: buck yeah for sure and totally when somebody has had hair extensions and you take them out you're like i'm bald of course you feel that way because you just had hair <laughs> that you didn't have <laughs> you know what i mean you go from having hair to having you still have know you hair <laughs> it's pretty, it's just dramatic when you feel like oh my gosh my hair is like i have all this hair and then you take them out to give your hair and you're like you feel not it but you still have beautiful hair but it's not that thickness that you you had when you t- take them out and stuff. That's the mind game of it, mm-hmm. you know. But in general, your hair, as long as they're installed properly mm-hmm. and you'll be fine. I've seen some
0: crazy, just watching reality shows. I I see some crazy. Don't get in
1: a fight. (laughs)
0: Don't get into a fight, exactly. I mean, it's, it's some crazy, but even like, I mean, these people know they're on camera and then you can see like the back of their scalp and you're just like,
1: what are you doing? Not every stylist (laughs) follows the rules of installations either. And there's some key rules, the thumb of the application and, 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 and you also have to, Make sure, you know, each client's different, their hair growth patterns, so on and so forth. So you want to make sure that whoever's doing them is doing them in a way that no one knows. I mean, no one really wants to be like, hey, I got extensions or there are the diehards, right? Like the Kardashians and they have them do their waist one day and you're like, Oh yeah, they've got extensions. Right, you know right, what I mean? Or right. whatever. It goes from a cropped haircut yeah. to, to your butt. You <laughs> know it's fine, not real. And they don't care. So it just <laughs> depends on the client. But, um, yeah. And the hair if you, and that being too, I mean, an extension is an investment and the quality of the hair matters. And the, do you use the same? Like do you trim them? No, some of them you can use, reuse. And some, like the tape-in ones, you can reuse those. Um, the wefts, you can reuse those. You, and we're talking, it depends on how the the client is with, with the hair. The keratin tips, you cannot reuse those. And the eye tip ones, you cannot, you should not re, reuse those. Oh, but crazy. they also last longer. Okay. So... And with the eye tip ones, you can move those up a couple times. Um, but once um, they fall out? How no, as they grow up, you can move them up. You can, you can move the bead up. So and then at some point,
0: you can't move them up anymore, and then that's when you right discard them. Exactly. And now, is there a different hair that's used? Um, colors... Different color,
1: but not different hair. It's all no. the same type of... It's from this... Like, I use Bellamy, and so I'm Bellamy certified, and so that's what I like to use, because I love the quality. Is it real hair? Yes, it's oh. real hair. Yeah. I have no idea. It's real
0: hair. <laughs> I hope to never have to know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you won't need to know. I'm way
0: too lazy to no. invest in lash or hair extensions. No, the quality
1: of their hair is amazing. Um, Hot Heads, also, I like the quality of their hair. They have pretty good hair. And... Um, they, it comes from China. I want to say, I think it comes from China, and and if they pay, people grow their hair out. I'm sure willingly. That's and Asians have good <laughs> hair. And I'll take and hair. their hair. <laughs> and and then um, and so yeah, and it's such you know, I want to say California is probably the biggest industry are the I would imagine
0: Hollywood alone
1: yeah I think that we our our state stands out for extensions like it it just is I think we're more into are we just all more superficial maybe maybe some days I'm sure no but we definitely and New York probably not as they have for fashion and stuff definitely but I think California with the beach so on and so forth, the beachy hair, the long hair, the surfer, you know. Yeah. You have all the different types in Hollywood and clubbing that it's a little bit different. It's definitely, we have the clientele here for it.
0: Yeah. Um, Okay, so I think that's it for today. We answered a lot of questions. Yay! A lot of information out there that people will appreciate. Um, you can follow Missy on Instagram at when Harry met Missy. Um, how cute is that name? And, uh, you know, you can follow me on social media at Pure Skin and Body Lounge. And thank you, Missy. This has been fun. I know I learned a
1: lot. (laughs) Yes. And I actually, my salon name is the Beauty Mark Salon Boutique. (laughs) <laughs> and she's already had a long day she's tired yes <laughs> and um and so and i'm gonna be i have i'm working on the website um that should be up and coming soon for for my salon so but you can
0: reach her on you can you know dm her on instagram and, absolutely um, if you want to contact her come in for a, a consultation a haircut whatever you want to do i mean yes. i definitely recommend her and my entire family um Well, all the women in my family, go to her. My dad won't pay more than $20 for her. He won't come in. But, um, yeah, so I definitely recommend her. But check out her Instagram because she's always posting different pictures on, you know, when she does bridal um, work. And then um, her colors and, you know, cuts and stuff like that. And um, I think that's it for today. So, have a great day. Thank you. Have a
1: wonderful day. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Hey guys, I just wanted to update this episode with all my new information. Pure Skin and Body is now Pure Skin OC. You can visit my website at pureskinoc.com. Lots of new stuff on there and there's information about me joining Patreon where you can get more, even more uh, information about products and just being an esthetician and all that. So it's great for professionals and clients as well and it's available at two different levels so you can check all that on my website and then don't forget to follow me on social media at pure Skin oc hope you like all the changes thanks